Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up later in the show, it appears that the recent cold spell may be lifting, and a local basketball team has cracked into the class through a top 10. But first, let's get into two today's top stories. Army National Guard Sergeant Sawyer Foster invites communities between New London and Washington to join him in raising awareness and funds for Mission 22, addressing veteran suicide, through a 40-mile rock march from New London to Washington on February 18th. It aims to raise $3,000 and has a goal of completing the march as fast as possible, carrying 45 pounds. Mission 22 is a nonprofit founded by veterans that provides personalized support and resources to help veterans and their families. Foster encourages veterans and military service members to join him on the march and welcomes donations via his Facebook page and linked to the Mission 22 fundraiser. You can contact Foster at sfstr26 at gmail.com for more information. Mount Pleasant recently crowned Maria Martinez as the first Miss Mount Pleasant and Elizabeth Maine as the first Miss Mount Pleasant Outstanding Teen at the Heatalator Performing Arts Center. Martinez, who is a third-year special education educator, took home the Miss Top Interview Award in addition to the Miss Mount Pleasant title. She impressed the audience and the judges with her response to a question about overcoming obstacles faced by young women, saying it is a combination of time, energy, and resources. When you dedicate your time to mentor girls, the resources do follow. Martinez is also the leader of Love Girls Magazine, a community for girls that aims to empower and promote leadership skills. During the talent portion of the pageant, Martinez delivered a compelling monologue about the disparities in education in low-income schools. Her monologue was a testament to her passion for education and advocacy for equal opportunities for all students. Friends and co-workers of former Washington County Attorney John Gish gathered at his office in the courthouse Friday afternoon to see off the elected official. Former Washington County Attorney John Gish took on a new role as Assistant Attorney General for Victim Services for Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd. Gish said it was bittersweet, but he felt prepared for the new role. The state role involves administrating, administering funding, training, advocacy, outreach, and coordination of victim services across Iowa. Gish wants to make sure that the $20 to $30 million in grant money handed out annually is used in the best way possible to support every victim in the state. Gish said he was humbled by his time in Washington County and grateful for the support he received. Washington County Board of Supervisors are to consider employee meal reimbursement rates at a meeting next week. The current payment of $12 for breakfast, $15 for lunch, and $29 for dinner is above our Department of Administrative Services guidelines of $8, $10, and $19, respectfully. Supervisor Richard Young proposes to raise the pay to $15, $20, and $35 for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Supervisor Marcus Fedler suggests a flat daily rate instead for easier planning and lower costs. Scooter's Coffee opened its first drive-through store in Washington and held a ribbon-cutting event to mark its first month of, uh, of business on Friday. The store is performing well with a high opening week compared to other stores in the franchise, despite its controversial location and some complaints about the exit design. The store had a little trouble finding staff and had received a large number of food of job applications. It is also the number one location for using mobile app made by the brand, with almost 10% of customers using the app to pay for their order. The location was chosen due to the franchisee, Jeremy Music's acquaintance with former city administrator, Brent Hinson. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. 
We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up, first obituaries. Constant L. Gratton of Mount Pleasant passed away on January 27th at the age of 90. Funeral arrangements are pending at the Murphy Funeral Home. Carol Fern Flickinger of Washington passed away on January 28th on her 100th birthday. Funeral services will be held at 2 p.m. February 4th at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Tony Von Broker of New London passed away on January 28th at the age of 74. A visitation will be held from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. February 2nd at Elliott Chapel. Randall J. Pickle passed away on January 27th at the age of 68. Services will be held at a later date. Elliott Chapel is in charge of the arrangements. Phyllis Eva Lane Kloffenstein of Mount Pleasant passed away on January 25th at the age of 97. Celebration of life will be from 1 to 3 p.m. March 4th at the Mount Pleasant Masonic Lodge. Kimsey Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. L. Francis Worth of Mount Pleasant passed away on January 28th at the age of 75. Memorial service will be held at 1.30 p.m. February 3rd at the First United Methodist Church. Kimsey Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Douglas Myers Dickey of Fairfield passed away on January 27th at the age of 78. A funeral service will be held at 10.30 a.m. February 3rd at the Packwood Christian Church. Cranston Family Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. Today has been another cold one with a high of 20 and a low of just 9. Tomorrow temperatures will increase slightly to 34 and it will be mostly sunny. On Thursday it will be 34 again but there will be clear skies. And temperatures will fall back down to 22 on Friday and it will be mostly sunny. Finally, on Saturday, temperatures will shoot back up to 41, and it will be cloudy. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll see which local team has made it into the Class 3A rankings. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. 
Federation Bank, your family bank. Been in healthcare for many years. I know that Tammy's that person who wants to help others and take care of us. She knows the healthcare business and wants to take care of others. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. I met Tammy about 20 years ago with when her daughter was in Special Olympics and I was coaching. She told me that she was into doing senior benefits. We became even closer friends. She cares about everybody, especially the seniors. So call her. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. The new Iowa High School Athletic Association boys basketball rankings are out, and there's a new team invited to the top 10 table. Mount Pleasant made its season debut in the rankings. After jumping out to a 14-3 record with nine straight wins, the Panthers are now number nine in Class 3A. Mount Pleasant sits ahead of Humble in the rankings and below Charles City. The current number one team in Class 3A is undefeated Bondurant Farrer. The new rankings are of great importance with the IHSAA postseason substate brackets being rolled out over the next couple of weeks. Monday night's non-conference showdown between the Washington Demons and Mid-Prairie Boys basketball teams looked to be one of the more even matchups of the year, but somebody forgot to tell that to Demon standout Ethan Patterson. Patterson put on a shooting clinic of epic proportions, hitting a new school record at nine three-point baskets and scoring 40 points as the Demons flew past the Golden Hawks 75-53. to Aiden Six added 14 points to the Demons total, including a big dunk in the second quarter, which immediately followed a slam by Mid-Prairie Sean Dodds. McDoyle and AJ6 each scored 10 apiece. Cameron Pickard and Ace Peck co-led the Golden Hawks with 13 points apiece. Each of them knocked down three pointers on the day. Alex Bean scored 11. Dylan Henry added five points as, long, as well as seven rebounds. Washington moves to eight and seven with the win and Mid Prairie is now 10 and eight. The Mid Prairie girls basketball team continued to be the team of 2023 on Monday night. Golden Hawks stayed unbeaten in the calendar year, surviving an early Washington rush and piling away, pulling away in a late in a 55-40 victory. Mid-Prairie has now won nine straight games since New Year's Day. Six of those wins have come by double digits. Mid-Prairie's Laundry Pesha scored 16 points in the day, 14 of which came in the second half. Maya Nonamon, who got it going early for the Golden Hawks, finished with 14 points. Washington was co-led by Adeline Long and Alex Murphy, who each scored 13 points in the loss. Mid-Prairie is now 14-5 on the year. Washington falls to 7-10. and 10. 
That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.